Hey, Hit Factory listeners. If you're enjoying and want even more Hit Factory, including the entirety of this episode, consider becoming a patron of the show at patreon.com slash hitfactorypod. For just $5 per month, you'll get access to our premium biweekly episodes, bonus episodes, and a lot more. Thanks for listening and supporting. But I was I was so taken with it, and for a lot of the reasons that you mentioned, Taylor, I mean, this is, and as you said, Mike, it's just kind of pure De Palma. Uh, he's a director, you know, who kind of has these two modes, often doing stuff that's more sort of like genre, formal experiments, uh, and then things that he's doing kind of uh, in a more commercial and mainstream capacity. Not things where he's compromising his vision or, you know, doing something that I would say is is less interesting. But, you know, by all accounts, I, I think Carlito's Way might be one of his best features. Um, Scarface is great. All, all the ones that were hits, Carrie, look great, uh, sound great. They're they're all really well done. But yeah, there's just this this kind of thing with this film where it's it's him just big dicking essentially for like 97 minutes uh, and having so much fun with it. And it's all the kind of things that make De Palma great. Uh, you get the split diopters, you get the, you know, really long extended kind of tracking shots and steady cam shots, um, those split screens, which in this one are kind of insane. There's so much sort of action and, and visual information being presented in those and dialogue that I actually found them uh, almost kind of off-putting as opposed to something where I was sort of able to kind of like get into like a rhythmic kind of thing with it and some of his other features. But I, but I liked that about it. There's this sort of unease, this sort of kind of sleaze and, and grime to it all. And, and it really is just an awesome formalist kind of like noir film. Yeah, I mean, De Palma, when he's at his most off-putting, that's sort of the level that he likes to operate at. Um, he's definitely like a filmmaker that will have like no problem uh, testing the audience's patience and and that kind of stuff. Kind of like Hitchcock himself used to like you know disregard what the audience thought and just like have fun fucking with them. Yeah, it's definitely super compelling at the same time, though. Like, it's, I find it so engaging, especially, I mean, that opening sequence is absolute insanity. Like, there's so much going on and there's so much you can pay attention to. There's so much, so many hooks. Obviously, you know, everything about the entire movie is setting you up in the space. It's setting you up with the characters. It's putting the essential plot elements in place. It's giving you the dynamics between everybody. But it's just like so dense in that, like, opening unbroken shot um I, I i went back and watched it like two or three more times because i'm just so taken by it yeah the thing about it of course being that this is you know as you mentioned hard mike de palma in kind of a, a compelling very like fun genre mode while also maintaining some of his kind of thornier qualities some of that kind of more antagonistic bent to it all he's giving us a ton of information he's sweeping us into this really vivid and, and incredibly kind of like colorful atlantic city casino and arena for this big fight cage is doing stuff that is just i mean classic cage for this period you know i, I think some stuff that he had kind of fashioned in his his sort of awesome successful run here of awards winning kind of things like leaving las vegas and then into the rock con air face off what have you um he's big he's loud he's as as big a presence in front of the camera as de palma is behind it but 
all of this formal technique, all of this kind of kookiness, all this ground setting is slowly unraveled over the course of the entire film. We're realizing that while what's initially presented as something sort of objective, something omniscient, this camera, this eye giving us all of this information, all the players, all the all the setting that we need, none of it is true. It's all from a a conflicted and, and ultimately like unreliable vantage point. Uh, and we see it sort of get pieced together in a way that has a more objective reality to it over the course of the next 60, 70 minutes or so. 